Hello, welcome to Not Dead, your survivalist guide to the modern world. As always, I'm joined here by Orpha. Hello. And this week, we're talking about the UK royal family. Well, not specifically the royal family, but the monarchy and the monarchy's role in the modern world. Yay, Queenie. <laughs> so obviously, as you might be able to tell from our accents, I'm British. And I am not. So <laughs> it's going to be going to be interesting seeing like, uh, what the different opinions on the royal family are. Before we get into things, what, as, as an outsider to the UK, what is your view of the royal family, just out of interest, Orpha? Well, I've been, I, I was hoping you'd ask me this question. <laughs> <laughs> and I obliged. Yes, yes, you did. Um, now, to be fair, like, if, if you're asking me the opinion on the royal family as a whole, I'm going to say that they are, like, quite honestly, they're pretty useless, aren't they? They're, they're, in, they're in, well, what would be the correct term? It would be an access to requirements. Mm, that's, quite it, a, that's quite a damning indictment. <laughs> well, but, he, but here's the thing. I understand that they're a tourist attraction. I understand that they do good. They've got charity work. They've got all these things lined up to fill their very busy schedules of running the country. No, wait, they don't even do that. What are they doing all day? Well, they have to leave the house for some reason. So there you go. Oh, well, um, no, not at the moment. There's a pandemic on, damn it. Yeah, that, that, is, that is true. That is true. Oh, just imagine. They must be out there, you know, still wiggling that wrist to, to keep, the, uh, keep the motions going. Do you reckon they've got like a little gym where they're just like, uh, they're sort of like training William at the moment. Like, no, 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 you're, you're waving too aggressively. It's more of a gentle wave. No, that's too soft, too soft. Okay. Fingers just together. Keep- Fingers yes. together, Sam. Fingers, yeah. There you go. Much better. See, I, th- I don't think there's a special gym, but I do believe that there is a, a special room with a special wooden contraption with levers and pulleys where you have to place your arm and then you just sit there and just wiggle and just wiggle, wiggle for hours and hours on end. Do you know, at this point, you should be able to get like a robotic, robotic arm so he can just sit there on like TikTok or whatever and he's just like got this <laughs> arm that's just like waving for him. He's like, yeah, cool. Yeah, peasants. Peasants, a lot of you. Yeah, see, here's the thing. I know I'm older than William, and and so William, to me, is a young man, right? (laughs) But I doubt, I highly doubt that William is on TikTok. I'd imagine Harry. Harry can be on TikTok. William, not so much. No, not so much. Okay, what would he be on? Um, Uh, What's the, like... I, I would love to say that William, because he's a he's a bit of a gear guy. I think he'd be on one of those. Um, uh, what was it, Gumtree? I think he'd be on Gumtree. <laughs> I think I think he could buy Gumtree. <laughs> so coming back to, I mean, I do think, I mean, I, I do realize that they are they are pretty useless, and but they do have an impact on the economy. They are a tourist attraction, and despite all my you know uh they're they're wasting a lot of money and you know andrew's a bit of a nonce and Mm. uh mm. but i just i'm sorry but i just i really really like the queen okay like when she appeared when she did that cameo in james bond i just thought that was one of the most badass things ever like her and general craig on on the same screen see i just love that shit that, that to me is just absolutely quality. And if honestly, they're, they're like, there are literally 
two things in the entire existence of the world which, which I have just conceded are never going to happen for me. Mm. A is getting tea and crumpets with a queen because I really would have loved that just have a sit down and a casual <laughs> conversation with the queen. <laughs> I did not. Yeah. Can you imagine me with royalty in the same room? That's okay. not going to end well. I'll be okay. like tackled to the ground and uh, <laughs> and going to space. I mean, these two things. I would. These are just you, two things. You want to have tea and crumpets with the with the queen, and yep. you want to go to space. Those yep. two things out of everything you could ever want. I mean, those are like the those are like the apex wishes that I wish I could have. Okay, all right, all right. Well, okay, but, the, but but my but my whole shtick is so I don't want this in any formal capacity. I really just wanted to sit down, fart, forget to put like forget what milk is, and just like be herself, be her ninety nine year old self. Is she ninety nine? No, Philip was ninety nine. She Philip is, was ninety nine. She's a little younger. Yeah, she's she should be ninety six about now. I think. She's, about, she's, in, she's in she's only a few years off from getting a letter from herself. Oh, dude. Dude. That that was my thing. Like when I heard that Philip was 99 and 10 months when he died. I was like, two months off from I like he's almost got a letter from the Queen. Can you, <laughs> can you imagine? Like, he he oh, was he would have been so stoked, like, oh I know. Wife wrote to me. <laughs> <laughs> This hasn't happened since 1946. But yeah, so uh, all joking aside, yeah, those were the two things. But I, I just really like Queenie. You know, okay. I just, all right. that's just, that's just me. The whole royal family, not, not, a, not a huge fan. I mean, we were all in love with Diana, like as the icon that she was, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody, we all like Diana, definitely. Charles is a dick. And, um, but yeah, Queenie, the evil mastermind, I don't know, just... Okay, so I'm going to go through, like, some things about the royal family. Right. And then, because the thing is that for me, so mm -hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna preface this, like, I do not, I'm not, this is not like a person, I think, like, whenever you hear someone say about getting rid of the monarchy or, like, becoming a republic, people, mm -hmm. the first thing they think is pitchforks, um a guillotine or like a, a noose or whatever like i'm not saying that we're gonna like raid buckingham palace and like hang all the corgis right i that's no, not that's a, that's a bit excessive yeah it, it's not that it's corgis, just corgis never did anything so, yeah. i d i don't know i reckon like during like the cold war the corgis were implicit in many many murders I will 100% agree with you if if the same corgis that were in the in the Cold War are still alive. So, what if a corgi took out Stalin? That would be freaking hilarious. Like a, a rogue a rogue corgi is like, don't worry, mom. <laughs> like, just just salutes, mom. I've got this. And then they're like swimming, paddling over no, like no, the, no. through he, the Baltic he jumps, Sea. He jumps in his little corgi Spitfire. Oh, that would be awesome. Like a mini Spitfire for Corgis. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he's in there. It's like using his mouth to like steer it. Yep. 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 And it's shaped like a bone. The, the stick is shaped like a bone. 
<laughs> and he's got like a little helmet on with goggles. Yep. He's got yep. like a little car. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh. And underneath and underneath there's this one bomb that says, you know, hello Stalin or something. <laughs> no, he's like he has to he lands in the USSR and then he travels through um through Soviet Russia mm-hmm. disguised as a peasant corgi. Yes. Um and then he not, finally... not, not an onion seller. <laughs> yeah, he's just there with like a little bushel of onions and he's just selling it Running uh, around. Like, <laughs> at like the roadside. And then it's like finally gets up to the Kremlin and it's like, now, now it's time to make no. Queenie proud. Oh, he will, he, he, or he could be selling beetroots. But yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> Actually, yeah, be, beetroots make a lot of sense because yep. that takes us back to Borsch. Borsch. So, so yeah. Um, yeah, going back, so uh, what we're going to talk about is just, I don't know, I feel like the British monarchy actually damages Britain. Okay. I feel like it's actually more damaging to have a monarchy in Britain, uh, in 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 your country in um, at any point right now. We're going to do an episode in like a, a couple of weeks time, which is examining monarchies globally. Yeah. And how there's other monarchies elsewhere. Um, so in the in the papers uh, this week, there was uh, Jordan because of the king of Jordan's brother came out against him, which then meant that he's been put into house arrest. It's sort of and so that's all been all the funny. Tea. All the tea. We're not we're not getting quite that level in Britain. However, what I'm basically going to argue at this point is that the Queen is a mascot. Yeah, no, yeah, I can I can get on board with that. Like that, that's that's essentially all she is. She's just she's just a mascot for the UK, and I, but then she's a mascot with diplomatic powers in the UK, right. and I think what I would really I don't I'm not saying we get rid of the Queen as in like off of her head or anything like that. Just the queen can keep Buckingham Palace. She can get, mm-hmm. or maybe we get Buckingham Palace back, they get Windsor. They like, they they choose their, where, whatever homes they want and yep. they live there. And then yep. they're still the symbolic, this is the queen. Mm-hmm. But, but Sam, Sam, we do get Andrew. Yeah, yeah, so, okay, we'll get, we'll get into Andrew. We'll get to Andrew in a bit, but. Yeah, okay, but I'm just saying like, they, you can, the good, the, the Puritan royals, they can they can pick their homes, but we get Andrew. Yeah, care. so that that this is on a list. This is on a list. We'll get round to that. We'll get round to okay, that. Okay, okay, okay. So, like that's that's what I'm saying. Like we do that, and like first, like I just want to examine what it what it is that the the Queen actually does because yeah. the uh, so you mentioned the finance argument. There's a really good video by a channel on YouTube called um, TLDR. Uh, so okay. TLDR News, and they go through the royal finances and the yep. royals. Um, if you take, it's like they've done a hell of a lot of research into this. They're actual professionals with a research team. We're just two mm-hmm. guys talking into. Well, I'm talking into a sock right now. Yeah, and I'm just holding my phone up. Hate to break the illusion, people, but you know, I'm just, I'm literally in my living room slash kitchen because yeah, this is just how we live. This is who we are. Uh, this is how we do. Uh, but yeah, they went. They did a really good video where they went through the finances of the royals, and it turns out that, and so from their research, it looks like the royals put more into the country than they take out of the country. 
-hmm. in terms of finances. And that's, um, I don't think they calculated tourism in that because that's quite a difficult one to measure. Um, But I mean, even- I I can attest to that, that I have never gone to visit England or London specifically on the purpose of seeing the royals or doing anything of royalty. Like nothing to do with royalty. It's always been you guys that pull me down. Yeah, like I, I think like it, the royal, the royals actually cause more of a problem because like the Mao is just really difficult to get through because of this. <laughs> so annoying. But um, yeah, because we always have to drive through the Maw, don't we? Mm. I do. That's my route to work. Well, when I was going into the office. Yeah, but did you drive though? No, I rode a bike. Yeah, well, I mean, there you go. Okay, okay all right, whatever, whatever. Okay. <laughs> so what, what do the royals actually do every day? So as head of state, the monarch, the queen has uh, several duties that she does uh, that she does do. She meets with the st- sitting prime minister, um, mm-hmm. and she does that once a week. She also gives royal assent to legislations, which yep. or like laws that come into the country. Um, so that basically means that she signs them. And yep. then as well, she opens Parliament. Okay, yeah. yeah. And if you have never seen the opening of the UK Parliament, I recommend you find it on YouTube because it is fucking hilarious. Okay. It's the most batshit thing you'll ever see. I mean, you guys have Boris Johnson as president, as a prime minister at the moment. Yeah, yeah. His, his, his initials are fun to play around with. Um, yeah. Anyway, moving along. So the way that Parliament is opened is the royal household kidnap an MP. Yeah. Because, which is a long-standing tradition that they kidnap an MP so that the monarch won't be kidnapped or killed by the Parliament. Right, yeah. So if you look at any images of the of Parliament, there's this golden mace on a table okay. in the mm-hmm. middle of Parliament. And that's basically the symbol of law in the yeah. UK. So they right, reta- yeah. so when they close Parliament, they take that away. At this point, they give it back to Parliament and they put it down on the table. Uh, the Queen sits around, like says says some words, and it's a lot of shouting. There's um, Lord Blackrod is one of the officials that the, the Queen takes with her. He basically has a rod for beating the, the MPs if they get out of line. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all in like fancy costumes and they basically just stand around shouting about how great the Queen is. Um, question. Yeah. Does the MP know that he's going to get kidnapped or is this just MI5 and Spook showing up out of nowhere and actually kidnapping a random guy, a member of parliament who doesn't know that he's going to get kidnapped? Yeah, I think they know. Uh, basically... That MP just goes to Buckingham Palace and is given like some biscuits and sandwiches and is like, okay, just sit there for a while. Yeah. But it's like when they when they go and pick him up, does he know beforehand? That's what I'm asking. Is like, is this a planned event where someone is notified that they are going to be this year's sacrificial Sacrifice. lamb? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean think, I mean, I think they're all told. And I mean, you probably there's probably like you probably asked to be that person because then it's like, oh. I get to take the day off. I just sit around Buckingham Palace, get sort of like nice, nice like cucumber sandwiches. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, But 
going back to like the royal ascent and like the state visits and things where the queen has to be impartial mm-hmm. it doesn't really do anything but it, okay. it, like the argument from royalists is that the the queen the queen having this oversight uh, will save britain from going into a constitutional crisis or um the after following Brexit and everything, I think you're already in a constitutional crisis. Yeah, we've got Brexit, which is a massive constitutional crisis with multiple implications. You also had the illegal Iraq war, uh, invasion of Iraq, which was done yeah. whilst we had a queen. Monarchy doesn't stop this. No. It, it means, and in fact, it means that, from, from my side, it means that there is no oversight on government. Mm-hmm. Government is yeah. allowed to act without impunity. Yeah. So other duties that the royals do outside of that, because the other members of the royal family are involved in this as well, and the official website of the royal fam um, for the royals boasts over two thousand royal engagements a year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that and that's all active members of the royal family. So that's not yeah. just queen. That's not queenie. So like running place to place. No. No. But at the, but at the same time, I mean. 2003 that only requires seven individuals to be active every day of the year this is the official statement on um the royal family's website of what what royal duties mean as head of state the monarch undertakes constitutional and representational duties which have developed over 1000 years of history in addition to these state duties the monarch has a less formal role as head of nation. The sovereign acts as a focus for national identity, unity and pride, gives a sense of stability and continuity, officially recognizes success and excellence, and supports the ideal of voluntary service. Okay. I have no idea what that means. Like that doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> um the see what they 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 embody the what was it? Voluntary service? Yeah. Yeah. How much are they getting paid per year? And if it's all voluntary service, why are they getting paid? No, no, no. They support, they support the ideal of voluntary service. These, these are uh, things that they want to embed into uh, the UK and society. So sovereign access, a focus on national identity. So they're mm-hmm. trying to embody, they're trying to instill in the, in the United Kingdom unity and pride. Um, give a sense of stability and continuity and they officially recognize success and excellence and support the ideal of voluntary service so they're right okay yeah asking everyone to be communal it's like add into the community right with a zero or contract yeah that's basically what you're asking people to do right there so they support contracts it's so it's so removed from like what i think this is this is my biggest problem with the royals I think that our royal family should come from, should live in a council estate. Yeah. In like, so in like, Lewisham. Diff- yeah. Deptford. Like, Deptford. Let's have oh, no. Deptford. Deptford's very gentrified. Like, it's quite fancy now. Oh, has it? Yeah. But right, I, I think they should, they should move around every few years and it should be, okay, where has been voted the worst place to live? They'll live there for a bit. They'll live there for a bit. Renfell. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Well, man, dark. I you can look up what these royal duties entail, okay. because there. If you search, if you Google court circular, 
it mm -hmm. gives you a list of all the duties, uh, all the royal appointments that the royal family take part in and everything they do. Looking through it, it's essentially garden parties and luncheons, dinner yeah. parties. It's it's just them walking around shaking hands with people. Right. And it's um, sort of meetings, it, it's like inverted quotes. And it's like, what are they doing? What is What does this actually do? Yeah, my question is though, if you have if you have an event, let's say yeah. that there's a garden party and you have a, a royal show up, mm -hmm. then that ticks off as one event that they've been to one of yeah. one event. So if, for example, William showed up to that party, but if he brought Kate with him, would that count as two events because there are two royals? Oh my God, maybe. Is, well, is I... that is that how they're is that how they're milking the oh we're getting the because uh, Kate did an event and William did an event both the same event but both of them were there so well, how what, are they counting this well the thing is as well what if they're doing two separate events and it could be both events are an hour each like you have an yeah. hour uh, you have a or half an hour you have a half an hour lunch with someone mm -hmm. and then that's it and then suddenly like that's if everyone does a half an hour lunch each day and then yeah. like if it's a garden party or it's like you just like fair enough like they are i hate public engagements but mm -hmm putting all this onus on it and making it sound as though it's this amazing thing that they're doing. That's, mm -hmm. that's what annoys me. That's what really yeah. annoys me about this. And I'm not saying that the Royals don't do good work because they do, they are trustees of a lot of charities. Um, yeah. They also have formed their own charities, but I'm not, mm -hmm. but I don't think that's special to being Royals. Like no. if you were part of the aristocracy, which if they are, if, if you're an affluent person, you're yeah, you're like Bill Gates, is part of charities and he's new money like yeah. he's got he formed the gates foundation like this isn't when you're let's, when you're at this level let's be honest a lot of that is tax write-off oh yeah motivated, mostly. Motiv motiv motivated by tax write-off so yeah that that's basically what what most rich people do charities for it's just tax write-offs i mean there are some things that the so there's two in particular that i think the royals have started which i think are quite are quite good charities so prince philip um the duke of edinburgh started the duke of edinburgh award in 1956 and that's still going strong and i think that is genuinely a good thing and i think that is like very helpful um, okay and then sorry you said prince philip did this yeah prince philip yep okay because yep. he's uh, uh, he's the he was the duke of edinburgh and it's the duke of edinburgh award so yeah and then prince harry um, started the Invictus Games. Okay. What are the Invictus Games? Uh, the Invictus Games is basically it's it's a games for uh, soldiers, so servicemen and women who have been injured in combat. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. So, so not, not Paralympics, but almost. It, it, yeah, similar to the Paralympics, but specifically for servicemen and women, um, yeah. and they. And it, I think it covers the Commonwealth. So it's not just the UK, yeah. it's across the Commonwealth. Yeah, there, there's quite that's quite a nice one, I think, in terms mm -hmm. of, sort of charities. Like there's other nice ones that they do. I mean, Prince Philip for a while was the head trustee for the WWF. Um, and there's lots of things. Wrestling. That... <laughs> no, wrestling with pandas. Oh World Wildlife Federation. <laughs> right, yeah. No, okay, not the World Wrestling Federation. Sorry. I, I but could you imagine? 
No, that, that that's that's it's what the Duke like. of Edinburgh. He's coming down. He's got the steel chair. Ooh, off the top rope. <laughs> All you hokomaniacs out there know that I'm gonna rip, I'm gonna tear the prince in pieces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you insult the queen, I'm gonna take you down. I'm gonna get you. Oh, how I'm gonna fight you. This day at Super Saturday, I'm gonna hold the belt. I don't like your tweet, sir. <laughs> 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 you can have like it's just Prince Philip there with like all his butlers. Yep. Yes, yes, choke slam that one. Good, good. Okay, do do a body slam. Brilliant. Oh yeah, throw him into the oh. rope. Oh, 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 he's falling. Oh, good. Yeah. Mm, wait, mm. wait. I'm I'm coming in for the pin. I'm coming in for the pin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> what what an iconic duo the the the, the Prince of Edinburgh and the Queen would have made in the WWF. Ah, imagine it. I, I can. That's the hilarious bit. I can imagine it. What would be like her? Um, oh, oh, I've even got like their um, their trademark move could be the royal seal. Oh, the royal seal. <laughs> it's like a it's a sleeper hold. Yeah, and it's then... a sleeper hold while someone bashes your bum with an iron chair. <laughs> and then um, they can have like a special move where they jump off of the court. Um, uh, the corner bit, and yeah. that could be the Royal Ascent. Ooh. And then Philip will have a special move called the guillotine. <laughs> right, okay. So, we've talked about what the Royals do, um, and it seems to be mainly just smoke and mirrors, and tying yeah. into that smoke and mirrors, the other thing that annoys me about the Royals is that they're mainly used at the moment for media distraction. Yeah. So, Ulfa, who is Meghan Markle? Uh, wait, is that the Chancellor of Germany? No, that was someone else. Um, is that Angela the... Merkel. Uh, oh, that's Angela <laughs> Merkel. Sorry, yeah. Um, then I guess the other Merkel is going to have to be that party girl that uh, the Ginger's hicking up with. <laughs> can we, can, are we going to address the Ginger kid in the room? Are we honestly not going to address that? Oh, do you want to address that? We can address that now. I, I want to address. I want to address the ginger kid in the room because I know Diana was blonde, but come on, mate, that's just not cricket. Come on, come on. And and here's the other thing. So William, in his teens and twenties, had nice blonde hair, just like his mom. And then the Windsor gene kicks in and ravaged his head. Whilst Harry is not afflicted with any kind of severe hair loss. I mean, his brother is. Do you know the do you know the rumors about who is the father? No, I don't. I oh. just I I know the rumors are that it's not Charles. Okay, so um, so if you start googling it, it gets funny. So there's a guy called James Hewitt who was friends okay. with Diana. Yes. And if you have a photo of um, him and the prince next to each other. Mm-hmm. You can see a lot of resemblances. Can you? Yeah. You can see a lot of resemblances. Between, definitely more, like, if you put William and Charles next to each other, mm-hmm. you can see straight away. Straight away, like, oh, yeah, that's, that's Charles's son. But if you put... Harry. Harry, sorry. Harry and, uh, and Charles next to each other. It doesn't quite work. No. But James Hewitt and Harry... 
There's a, there's like definitely, and James Hewitt is a he's sporting a ginger bonds. Oh, so that that's one of the rumors. So that's been addressed. So wait, and everybody sanctioned this. I mean, I mean, I mean fair fair enough. Charles was hooking up with Camilla Bowles. The age gap as well. I think this needs to be addressed. Between uh, Charles, Charles and um, and Diana, yeah, twelve years. They're thirteen years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Over a decade. So he was twenty nine when he met her. Mm -hmm. She was sixteen. Yeah, he was an adult. Like when you're twenty nine, you're a full grown. You're an adult. Yeah. She was a child. Yes. She was a minor. Yeah. He he saw a child and was like, yeah, I'll have that one. But he'd also, um, com- I mean... Well, we know where of- Andrew gets it from. Ooh. G- going back to like the media distraction, uh, from that <laughs> distraction, um, we're coming out into, it's like, what, are, what is the purpose of the roles creating media distraction? And yeah. so we're going to get to authors... Author's favorite subject with with the roles, and that is the nonce. Yay! <laughs> the nonce. Finally, I got it right. <laughs> After months and months and and over a year of training, I finally been able to. So, just a brief for those who aren't aware of the situation surrounding Prince Andrew, I'll just quickly give an overview of it. Um, essentially, Prince Andrew was friends with Jeffrey Epstein, the convicted paedophile. Um, he met, he went to Epstein's private island. He met up with him even after his convi- his conviction in 2008. His explanation for meeting up with him was that he was too honourable to cancel the friendship, which, dear God, you're saying you're too honourable that you can't stop meeting up with a convicted paedophile? What strange logic you have there. It must be all the inbreeding. (laughs) He also has been accused by uh, Virginia Roberts of abusing her um, whilst a minor. Virginia Roberts was one of the victims of Jeffrey Epstein. And Mm -hmm. she is... Yeah, well, she... Until until that whole... Yeah, I mean, regardless, until convicted or not, I'm going to side with the victim on this one. There is just too much circumstantial evidence to even yeah. remotely be sorry. So and until this is all played out, I'm, I'm siding with her. And like the pro- my main problem with this is that he seems to have immunity from this. As far as I'm aware, he hasn't got, spoken to the police. He hasn't gone to America. He hasn't seen a day in court. The only thing that's happened was that he did a terrible train wreck interview where he did the I'm too, honor- I'm too honorable line. And his two pieces of evidence for why he was not the abuser of Virginia Roberts. One, Virginia Roberts, so first, I'll do, I'll do the first one, and then the other one is just completely ridiculous. So he was, on the day of the accusation, he was having a meal with his family in Woking Pizza Express. Yep. Which, I, I didn't know that the royal family knew what a fucking Pizza Express was. But that's very specific yeah. <laughs> to say that he was there celebrating, I believe it was a birthday. And then the other piece of evidence that he used is 
that Virginia Roberts said that she remembers him sweating over her. Yeah. And he said that he cannot sweat. He he pertained. Didn't he say that he said that? Didn't he say that he had a condition at the time due to his combat exhaustion the, or something? It, yeah. So he fought in the Falklands War, and yeah. since being in the Falklands War, he has not been able to sweat. Yeah. Because of uh, PTSD. Yes. Or he he at the time he had that condition, which a doctor can verify some bullshit. It was. I didn't see this interview. <laughs> But yeah, train wreck is is a very very mild description of what that thing was. And following it, people were even more convinced that he was guilty. Oh yeah, yeah. He basically sealed his fate in that one because it was so bad that it was like, yeah, you fucking did it. Like beforehand, yeah. like we weren't sure, but now, fuck me, you did it. You were there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that picture of him, <laughs> which he maintains his doctorate. Where Virginia Roberts is holding him, and he and you have uh, Madeline Maxwell, or what's her Maxwell, maybe Ghislaine, Ghislaine, Maxwell. Ghislaine, Ghislaine Maxwell in the background. That photo is says it all. That oh, photo totally, just says man. it absolutely says it all. So the other thing that I'm going to say about this, because it's like th this is a problem with brawls having this immunity. So Prince Andrew definitely should be taken to the US definitely should be on trial. The fact that, like, we know that there are families in the UK, we know that there are people in the UK who are, quote-unquote, above the law. Like, the parliament rubs that in our faces all the time, re recently, with people breaking royal protocols and not seeing any... Um, consequences. Yeah. Consequences of their actions. That is terrible, that's horrible, and that needs to be changed. But this is literally paedophilia. This yeah. is literally the abuse of a minor. This is mm -hmm. something that should not and cannot be above. No one can be above this. And the fact exactly. that they are, that it seems to be that they are, is absolutely atrocious. This is more damaging. This is damaging to the, to the royal family, but it's also damaging to Britain. Mm -hmm. I, I just feel that this is a horrible thing to have. What was the thing that was happening? I, I, remember, I don't remember the details, but I remember there was a thing. Something was happening either in the world or in the media the same day that the news about Andrew broke. And I can't remember if Andrew took the heat off of that or if, and, or if the, the other news that happened that same day took the heat off of Andrew. Was there something else? Do you remember this? I can't remember what the other news was. So either it backfired or worked perfectly. Yeah. Wasn't it about Boris Johnson? It, might, it was probably a Brexit vote, to be honest. Like everything in the last year has been Brexit. Well, since 2016, everything's been Brexit, Brexit, Brexit. And before Brexit, it was immigration, yes, immigration, immigration. Oh, yes. No, it was. It had to do with Brexit. So Boris, again, cocked something up. And the Queen, <laughs> the, the queen could have, like, repealed it or done something to it. All and right. she didn't. She could have stopped this whole entire mess, and she didn't. Anyway. Well, yeah, once again... What's the purpose? Because mm -hmm. they, they're sort of like an oxymoron. They've got so much power, but then they've got, they've got so little power at the same time. Or and, responsibility to that power. Yeah. And they are just essentially a, a tourist trap. They're just yeah. a mascot. Which brings me to the conclusion. Okay. What do we replace the royal family with? So say that this Trumpets. all happens. Well... So say that this all happens, the royal family 
it's like the legal legal proceedings go through. Obviously, this would be a, a, it's like it would take a transition period. The queen gets like whatever house, and then like all things are sorted out. But then we still need a head of state. Mm-hmm. I know what we should. Re- I have got a theory of what we should replace them with. Okay. Copper and Bicky. Okay. Yeah. The mascots of the UK. It's a cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Like a nice like saucer with like a cup, and then yeah. Bicky that just wanders around. They sign legal papers. They go to garden parties. They go to events. It's Copper and Bicky. You can have multiple like costumes around the UK. So any so you could have like the local person who's designated as the Copper and designated as the Bicky. They just sort of go out. They open up like I don't know new shopping centres, parks. And they sort of do this, and it's like, oh, it's Copper and Bicky. Do you know who would be absolutely perfect for the Copper bit? Who's that? Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson would love this. I'm sure that. Yeah. I'm sure that Boris, <laughs> Boris, would be like, yes, yes, it's a bloody brilliant idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Copper, yeah, and Bicky, yeah. I mean, he's been, he's been, he's he's round like a teacup. And to be fair, he's been trying to. <laughs> get into shape by running around Green Park early in the morning for anyone who wants to vent their frustrations on him. Be mindful of the uh, the special, the special security details. No, the special security details are brought beside him. So what do you think? Anyway, Copper and Bicky as mascots for, for the UK. Yeah, do it. Do it. Absolutely and do it. I was trying to think if we could have anything else. Like I was coming up with others like I was thinking... Um, we thought maybe we could have fish and chips, like. But I yeah, wasn't... I was I was gonna say cod and chippy, cod and chippy, yeah. oh cod and chippy, yeah. So you could have a better cod, and then Answer was saying that you could have like twenty people in chip costumes just running around. That would be awesome. Yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> um, what else could we have? Like, we could have we can have a bulldog, but I don't think that sets the right tone. And then, yeah, we, I was trying to avoid the lion because I think it's like too, too redundant now. It's like too obvious the lion. Yeah, it doesn't. Re- it doesn't honestly represent the English spirit. Badger. We have a giant badger. Why badger? Wouldn't a fox be more? Well, fox for London at least. You could do a fox. Yeah. I'm think I'm thinking badger suits the um the British sentimentality though because they're kind of grumpy they snarl a lot and they sort of plod along I feel like that's quite a sort of Brit- I think you can have a British badger okay yeah could work and I mean to be fair uh I think a badger is a bad idea because of my connection to badgers or how I associate badgers I should say okay and- how do you associate badgers. He hates company. I hate company. I, I Wind think, of the Willows? Come on, that's, man. Wind yeah, the... exactly. I think that's perfect for Britain. Like, that yes, we want... if, if, we... if you support UKIP and Britain First and the Defence League, yeah, of course a badger <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Fine. That's what Britain is now. We're just like a little small nation of closet racists. No, there's nothing closet about it, man. I, sure. I've, I've, I've been there for four years, man. There was nothing closeted about it. That's true. All right. But okay, the only so... difference was how many pints do you need in you before the racist comes out? That's oh. the only difference. <laughs> do you need none? Or do you need one? Yeah. Three? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So in all honesty, I think that 
we could replace the queen with a republic but i yeah. think it would have to be like not a republic like america or france where it's very heavily like partisan but uh more of an independent the president would be more independent than that yeah um and it would be completely separate to parties so but you don't yeah you but you don't need a quote-unquote president you could honestly just have a prime minister you could still be running mm. it as a prime minister you you don't need but i get it if you're going to install kappa and kappa and Bisky, you oh, may as well kappa install a president kappa and Bisky. sorry kappa and Bisky. I, right. I i honestly i honestly think we should advocate for this okay all right check the website for kappa and Bisky merch yep <laughs> we'll be th we'll be there post haste i'm gonna try i'm actually gonna try and do that i'm gonna try and make a shirt <laughs> okay um, i'm excited to see it as well uh, that's the end of the episode was there any thoughts that you wanted to end on yeah just as i said i wanted to come back to um i wanted to come back to when you suggested that uh the queen advocate and we turn this into uh probably gonna they, they choose their own housing i want to choose prince andrew's housing preferably a cell block for like 50 years that's my thing string that guy up to dry honestly hung quartered uh, like don't care that man should be taken out they did it to Diana, they could do it to him. I don't care. That's true. That's true. Uh, we didn't even talk about them being lizards, which is a popular conspiracy theory um, spoused by David we Icke. Done, we have not done a conspiracy theory episode in quite a while now. I think it's time for another one. Okay, we'll do a conspiracy. Yeah. yeah if any, if anyone wants to, if anyone wants a specific conspiracy theory for us to cover, let us know. Yeah. Um, so you can always email at not dead, uh, sorry, podcast not dead at gmail.com. Uh, check out the website notdeadpodcast.co.uk. Uh, find us on Twitter, find us on Instagram. Let us know if there's a conspiracy theory or there's a story or anything that you want us to look at or just talk about because you find it really interesting. You could also request me saying talking about the nonce Prince Andrew for 40 minutes. I'm willing to do that. Yeah, if you want, if you want Ulver to just rant about Prince Andrew for a whole episode, do let us know and we'll do it. Yeah, I would like to preface the nonce Prince Andrew <laughs> for forty right. minutes. Yep, willing to do that. Okay, so that's you listened to us for far, far too long now. Go off, live your lives, go do something. It's sunny out there at the moment, so do something fun with your day. All right, bye, bye.